ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in, because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon, and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite, you are listening to Omega Man Radio Network with Shannon Davis. Saturday night once again. That means it's time to bring on Dr. Pat Holliday of Miracle Internet Church. I always look forward to Saturday nights with Dr. Pat. Uh, today is September 18th, and uh, I hope you had a, a good day today. I always enjoy Friday nights when they come along. That means I can kick back and relax a little bit. Uh, so I hope you guys had a restful day. Uh, at that, uh, we're going to uh, be doing open lines tonight. The number to call in for prayer is 917-889-2745. Again, you can call in and uh, we will pray with you. Whatever your prayer request may be, maybe you need deliverance. Maybe you need a miracle healing. Like uh, Dr. Pat has been seeing this this week at her church. We're going to have her talk about that tonight. Um, maybe have a you know a financial request. Whatever the case may be, call in and uh, when the Lord Jesus Christ and the Father Yahweh show up, uh, you can count on some miraculous things happening. And they've been showing up, folks. So praise God for their favor. Uh, the number again, 917-889-2745. Okay, so without further ado, let me get Dr. Pat on the line. And uh, if you've hesitated, now is the time to call your family and your friends and get them to tune in. Uh, they do not want to miss this show tonight. Here we go. Dr. Pat, are you with me tonight? I'm right here. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you clear on your Skype connections coming through beautiful. Yeah, very clear. Amen. Well, you've been having some uh, an exciting week. Uh, tell us about what happened at the church the other night. Okay, yes. uh, we've been uh, we've been uh, really uh, seeking the Lord uh, for everything, and um, I believe that uh, God is getting ready to break through. Uh, with uh, great, mighty outpourings of his revival. And it's not going to be a revival like uh, these uh, counterfeit revivals that are going around the country, like uh, the airport revival in Brownsville and 
over there in Lakeland, Florida, and now I understand there's some kind of a Alabama revival. And when you look into those uh, particular types of revival, you hear a lot of uh, whirly rock-type bands uh, to attract the young people. And at the same time, a lot of uh, activities going on, but the activity is just not of God. Uh, there's a lot of uh, Kundalini manifestations where people shake and twitch and uh, fall on the floor and crawl like snakes and uh, they howl at the moon and bark like dogs and cluck like chickens and ducks and uh, God, God respects the human being that he made and he's not going to turn us into uh, manifestations of uh, animals. That's voodoos that do that. So uh, I've been expecting an, a blowout of a true revival of the Lord for a long time now. And what I consider uh, revival is when Jesus uh, takes the helm of the boat and he leads his people where they can find help. They can find help for their souls, their spirit. They can find healing for their bodies. They can find uh, their prayers that they've been zeroed in for a long time and haven't been able to uh, reach heaven. It's been like a brass ceiling. Uh, you see, revival will pierce through the brass ceiling, and the Spirit of God will move with his anointing and his power. And uh, we'll begin to see things that we haven't seen, that we've been expecting. So in our church this uh, last Friday, a lady came in, and uh, she was sitting uh, right behind me. And all of a sudden, uh, she stood up, and there was a, a swirl of two ladies talking to each other. And um, so uh, Pastor, uh, Pastor Dennis said, Ladies, ladies, we're praying. But what it was was that that this woman was excited. And she was excited because when she got up to go to the little restroom, her pants were falling down. And <laughs> what happened is she held on to them, and she had lost about three and a half inches, uh, two or three sizes in her, her clothes. And I've heard about things like that before uh, on the mission field. I can tell you that that's the first time I've ever seen it happen in my ministry. And, and of course, all the women said, hey, Lord, look at me, <laughs> including myself. <laughs> and those are a miracle that all women want, and men too, for that matter. But, I'll take that uh, miracle the, myself, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that same woman, uh, she testified after the meeting, and uh, at the same time, that I mean, God, instantly, she lost that weight, instantly. And uh, so at the same time that she uh, lost the weight, she had uh, one of her ears were deaf, and she heard pop, and God just opened up her ears. Praise and God. you see, that's the way God moves. God is sovereign, and when his people come looking, and they decide that 
God, I want to do this thing your way. I'm not going to do it my way. I want to to do it your way. And one of the things that's um, going on in the body of Christ is that uh, many Christians have been taught to just seek God for things and money, and they have poured their monies into these uh, uh, ministries that uh, really and truly it's just a song and a dance situation. Uh, God isn't in the middle of it at all. And uh, you've got very charismatic, which means gifted uh, men and women that can hold a crowd's interest and they can um, they can speak well and they can, some of them have talents to sing and uh, they can just mesmerize, which means hypnotize whole audiences in just a second. But you see, the Lord wants to do the revival his way and not their way. Uh, if you turn on to any minister, including you, Bruce, and myself, you're missing the mark. You must turn into Jesus. Yes. You must see how powerful he is and give him your allegiance. If every Christian would stop giving their allegiance to these false prophets, let me tell you, and begin to cry out to the Lord, lift their hands and pray, and praise the Lord, and, and establish that personal relationship with him, we would see the mightiest revival that the world has ever seen. Uh, God doesn't want us running from place to place looking for a man or a woman to do something for us. He may use a man or a woman to teach you a few things, but he wants you to get up on your feet. He wants you to get angry with the devil. He wants you to understand that the kingdom of God has come upon you and that he has called you for such a season as this. And that season that you're standing in is exactly this. There is a dying harvest in America. America has become the biggest harvest field in the world. And many of our sons and our daughters are backslidden. My grandma prayed for them. My mother, uh, she didn't pray because she wasn't a Christian. But the Lord jumped over my mother and got me through my grandma's prayers. Because those promises are coming down to the third and fourth generation. You see, Omega Man, I believe that... The Bible tells us that the curses of unbelievers and haters of God fall down the family line to the third and fourth generation, and then sometimes all the way up to the tenth generation. And uh, it's a it's a spiritual law. And in uh, Deuteronomy 28, uh, God said, "For those that hate me, these curses." are going to come down on you. And there's a whole bunch of curses. And all of those curses that are traveling down uh, that that family line uh, are curses at, that affect people's finances, their health, their uh, businesses. Uh, everything, everything that you are and everything that you have 
those curses hit you and your household to the third and fourth generation. Well, when we go over into the book of Acts, Acts 2, 38, 39, he says, repent, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, be saved, and thy household, and as many as the Lord thy God shall call. Now, if the curses come down on those that hate God, in that same chapter, chapter 28, Deuteronomy, it shows those blessings. And those blessings begin to, to, to track you uh, just like the curses did for the unbeliever. And if you're an unbeliever, like many of our children have not yet come into the kingdom, you know, I just lift my children up and believe God to bring them in and save them and bless them every day, knowing that one day, someplace, at a certain time, the Holy Ghost is going to arrest my children, yes. and he's going to reveal Jesus Christ to him. Amen. And you know that testimony more than anybody, because you're a man, and I'm going to let you talk and tell them, but you are a man that grew up in a family of Christians. You're your dad was a preacher. Your granddaddy was a preacher. Your grandma has hung on to you for all of these years through prayer. And so it, it, you, the Lord had a hook in your mouth. And though you wanted to get out there and be like everybody else and enjoy the powers of the world, you thought that's where it was all. Tell them a little bit about you and how God brought you back. Amen. Uh, I was uh, raised in the church. uh I went to the church uh, as far back as I can remember, probably at the age of four. I remember going, and my, both my grandfathers uh, were Church of God ministers, you know, Pentecostal, um, believed in the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues. Um, we were we were told that uh, a day was coming when we would be caught out of here, and you know, I was raised always with a fear of the Lord, Doctor Pat, that uh, He could come at any moment, and uh, you know, I did not want to find myself in hell. <clears throat> And uh, you know, as I, as I, and that's good, you know. Uh, so praise yeah. God for that. And uh, I, I thank God every day that I was uh, raised in a Christian home and not raised in a Muslim home. I would really have a tough time on my hands right now. But uh, like anybody, uh, you know, you get out into the world and you know, uh, you want to sow some wild oats, and I sowed some. And um, but you know what? I I never forgot how I was raised, and that's important. It says. Raise a child the way he should go, and when he's old, he will not depart. So uh, even though some of our kids, uh, you know, being in the ministry, will depart for a time and a season, I believe that we can stand in the gap for them and claim them for Jesus Christ, and God will bring them back in. So uh, there is hope, folks, if you're out there and you believe in the Lord, and, and maybe your kids aren't where they need to be right now. Just keep praying for them. Don't give up, and I, I believe that uh, the Lord will get them in a situation where... Um, They'll have no other place to turn but to Christ. And they'll remember the way they were raised up, and, and uh, God will bring them in. But back to my own story, yes, I uh, I drifted away and um, got out into the world and got into sin. And, you know, uh, God had to get a hold of me again. And praise God that I had uh, a praying grandmother that uh, never gave up on me, and I'll never forget. She gives me a call. I was sitting over in Costa Rica, and she says, the Lord told me to call you. <laughs> I said, okay, well, what did he say? He says, get your bags back. You're getting ready to move. 
And I said, uh-oh. And uh, six months happened later, uh, she calls me again and says, uh, do you remember what I told you before? I said, I do. Because there was another part of that. He, he showed us pills of fire. And I said, uh, I wonder what that is. So my brain, you know, was meditating on that. She says, uh, remember what God had told me before? He said, he told me to call and remind you again, get ready to move. And I said, well, uh, I did move. I, I was in a, uh, a condo living high on the hog, and then the bottom fell out, and I had to downsize. So I moved. Maybe I thought that was what God was trying to do, to tell me to get ready to tighten my belt for some hard times. And uh, it wasn't that at all, folks. Uh, God ash- actually asked me to uh, do something that at the time people thought was nuts. And uh, I, I said, God, well, I'm willing to obey you, uh, but I need to know that it was you that said this, not my grandmother. I, I, need, I can't trust in a man in this time. That was what you've asked me to do. And, uh, folks, if you're, if you're willing to obey the Lord uh, and do whatever he's asked you to do, go wherever he's asked you to go, he'll make a way, and he'll confirm it with you, and he'll give you the resources to do it. And so, make a long story short, Dr. Pat, I prayed and God confirmed it uh, back in uh, 2003. God showed me that uh, p- pills of fire. And I, I took it to mean there was getting ready to be a volcanic eruption in Costa Rica where I was living at the time. Well, it hasn't happened yet to the degree that it's taken everything out. But it was interesting. Uh, yesterday, two volcanoes erupted again simultaneously in Costa Rica. Uh, and that's, that's another story, judgment that's coming on Central America. But back to where I was in 2003, God confirmed it with uh, Mount St. Helens erupting. Within 48 hours after he had given me the warning, and also Kalima volcano erupted. And you can go and Google that, folks, on the Internet. It was back around October 2004. God literally told me uh, trouble was coming. Uh, he confirmed it. I was watching it go down on CNN. Of course, it wasn't where I was at there, but it was just a sign that he was he wanted me to do something for him at that time. And uh, he told me to pack my bags and get out. And uh, I literally uh, had no money to do it, Dr. Pat. So I had to rely on the Lord, and uh, he allowed me to sell everything that I had, which was really an impossible situation considering I had a lot of American-style furniture, which at that time had a high price tag on it, and I figured nobody would surely want this. And I had a vehicle that was uh, a little bit difficult to sell at that time, and uh, everything was sold in 72 hours. I got the money. Uh, God sent me to Columbia <laughs> on the outskirts of South America, and I, I said, God, I guess I've, I'm going further now. I'm going to be even uh, further beyond the, the range of help if I need a on lifeline back to the States. I'm going, you know, way out there now. Well, make a long story longer. God actually uh, asked me to do something. He asked me to be obedient. And in spite of the fact that it looked um, crazy to others around me, they thought I'd lost my mind. And it was really a test at that point because little did I know that God was getting ready to um, put something in my lap that would give me um, sustenance for about a five-year period of business. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I have failed the Lord many times, Dr. Pat, over my life. And sometimes, uh, you know, uh, we don't get second chances. Well, he gave me a second chance, and I only can praise God that I trusted him. Uh, and it, it sustained me. Now, um, fast forward to this this past year, I'm back overseas again after taking a brief respite back in the States for two years. And uh, God once again uh, gave me a phone call, this time... Uh, he said, get your bags and take all of them and get back to the United States. So, you know, what are you going to do, folks? When the, when the Lord asks you to do something, you can either obey him or you can be a rebellious child. And um, rebellion is a form of witchcraft, isn't it, Dr. Pat? Amen. 
And so I had a chance to. <laughs> that's right. I mean, you know, you don't want to be caught up in witchcraft, folks. So you want you want to obey the Lord. That's the that's the best advice I can give you. So that's what I did. And uh, I came back to the states, and everything has been stripped away from me. Yeah. Um, I've been put back into the desert once again, Doctor Pat. Um, and I'm having to rely on the Lord for my daily bread. In fact, I ask Him not only for food to eat, but daily financial bread. And He's been faithful, and uh, He hasn't made me a millionaire. Like the pulpit pimps will tell you that God wants to make everybody. Uh, you know, preaching another gospel, I call it the gospel of Judas, where they've sold out Christ for 30 pieces of silver in this prosperity false message. But my point is God will meet your needs. You know, Paul said, I've never seen the righteous forsaking nor their seed begging bread. So praise God, I've never had to do that. And uh, you won't have to either, folks, if you'll obey what Jesus Christ has called you to do. And that is pick up your sword and follow him. And I'm not talking about an AR-15 to fight the New World Order. I'm talking about the Word of God. So, uh, you know, I ran from God, back to the point of this question, and uh, God was faithful, gave me another chance, and I can only praise God that uh, I had a family that prayed for me, because uh, if they had not prayed, I don't know where I would have been. I would have probably backslid and, uh, you know, been lost and uh so God is uh, doing a work uh, in not only my life, but many out there. And he's called us to the battle lines because I believe, Dr. Pat, the uh, the fireworks are getting ready to go off. Uh, um, yes, they are. Yes. But you see, God is preparing vessels now because there's many people that have no inkling at all what's going on. And uh, they have trusted in the government to take care of uh, everything about them. Yes. And they think that all we've got to do is go out and oh, the Democrats in now, so we we don't like him, so we're going to all run out there like a bunch of horses and vote for the Republican. But the truth is that uh, that seesaw has been going on for many years, and uh, when the Democrats are in, everybody becomes disturbed because of the radical messages. And then the Republicans come in to change and fix everything, and everybody goes back to sleep because uh, they think they're going to fix it, and they never undo the mess that the Democrats do. So it's been a marching, marching, marching toward the New World Order and world communism. And so uh, what we have to do is understand that the communist spirit loves to kill Christians and Jews. And there's no mistake about that. And I know coming up in America, it never dawned on us that some of the things, awful things that we read about over in uh, Russia and uh, in Germany could ever happen here in America. But as we know, things are beginning to go in the direction where we could well face some of these terrible things. And you see, the church is not prepared spiritually for what's coming. It's not prepared spiritually for what has happened to it. All over the country, uh, the blind are leading the blind, and they're all going to fall into the ditch because uh, they have stopped reading the Word of God years ago. The pastors uh, don't preach about the Word of God. They preach uh, these phony Bibles. And in addition to that, 
it's like there's a veil over their eyes, and I'm talking about Christians now, that everything is going to be all right. Well, you see, the Bible prophesizes that everything is coming to a head because Jesus is certainly coming back soon. But before he comes back, I'm going to tell you that there's not going to be any of the tares among the Christians. There's not going to be any infiltrators in there for Satan. There won't be any fifth columns in there. The Christians must begin to love on each other, to respect each other. And when we see things that we don't like about each other, we need to cover our brother and our sister's uncomely parts. Uh, you know, whenever you get dressed to go out into the world, if you're a godly person, you're fully covered. All of your uncomely parts are covered. But the first thing as Christians that we want to do is rip the cover off and wound the Christian. Now, I need to tell you, because I've been an exposer of many false ministries in America in the last couple of years, as God has led, there's a difference between a Christian that is uh, of a different spirit that's teaching another gospel by another spirit and another Jesus than a brother who may have a little doctrinal error era that that you don't believe in. There's a difference in that. And uh, we have to, uh, as uh, the body, stand together, love on each other. We're either going to stand together or we're all going to hang together in the days to come is what I'm telling you. Amen. So uh, what I want to do, though, is we, we've got to pray. And Dr. Pat, uh, before we do that, uh, we've got some really bad static coming off of your microphone do you have anything okay. blowing into your mic, like a fan or anything? No. Okay. No. I, I, I just, just want to make it close to my mouth. Maybe I'll move it away. Is that better? Pull it just yeah. That'll that'll be good. Um, Is that better? We, we got some really bad crackling, so yeah. you probably want to pray over this uh, Boise Tam also. Yes. Okay, Father. We come before you. Is this better? That's a little better. We come. We come before your throne tonight with love and thanksgiving in our hearts. We are high and lifted up, sitting before you in your throne room. And you are reaching back and giving us the anointing to minister to your body and your saints. We give you glory tonight, God, because there are things that we need to appear and, and, and ask you about, Lord. We're asking you tonight, God, that uh, you will rise up and mightily put the wall around uh, all of the equipment, around the people, around their minds, around our minds of the fire of the Holy Ghost. And any devils that come over that firewall, uh, I'm telling you, you're going to be burned to a crisp. We give you praise, God, in the name of Jesus that as we put the wall of fire around, we're going to remind you of what your word says. You said, Lord God, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. 
And every tongue that rises in judgment against thee, shall, uh, thou shalt condemn in uh, Isaiah 54:17. And Father God, we rise up right now. And every unbeliever, every religious spirit, every witcher, every wizard, everything that is rising up to condemn these programs, to try to stop them, to try to to try to interfere with them, we condemn your actions tonight. We bind your powers up. You have no powers. We put gags in the mouths of the demons that are freely going around and battering our names and trying to defame our ministries in Jesus' name. And that blood of Jesus will soak those gags and you will live forever in eternity with the blood of Jesus in your mouth. And you'll remember what you did. The Bible says that the church is the Lord's and he's the head of it. And he said that no devil shall be able to overcome his church. And Lord, you said the gates of hell would even fail. So tonight, we're standing at the gates of hell, and we're, we're uh, uh, pushing those gates shut. And we're telling them, you cannot prevail against these words. And Lord Jesus, you also said in the word of God that you are our bulwarks, which that means you're the barricade, and the Holy Ghost is our wall of fire in Zechariah. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, that uh, you said that we we shall call thy walls salvation and thy gates praise in Isaiah 60, 18. And in Psalms 86, 12 through 15, you said, For great is thy mercy towards me, and thou hast delivered my soul. From the lowest hell, O oh God, thou proud are risen against me, an assembly of, vile, of violent men have sought after my soul, and have not and have not uh, set thee before thee. But thou, O oh Lord, art a God of full compassion, and a, a glorious long suffering, and plenteous mercy and truth. And so, Father. In the name of Jesus, we ask that you call forth your angels to encamp about our homes, about this radio show, the people in the chat room. And, Father, we say that we are victorious because you are our God of battles. And we give you praise that as we unleash the people's minds, We bind up all of the illnesses and sicknesses, every devil listening. We bind your demons. We command everything that uh, is hindering your spirit, all blocking spirits that keep you from hearing the word of God. We open up your spiritual eyes to see, your ears to hear. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, we cage all of those spirits. And, and, Lord, we're expecting another marvelous, wonderful, miraculous night in you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 
Dr. Pat, we're still having some bad static problems. May I call you back on your landline? Yeah, I think you let me take the mic off and see if it's any better. Okay? Okay, your your uh, sound level's fine. I'm just hearing a lot of uh, uh, crackling on the mic. You might have an electrical short in that microphone. Yeah. Um, so if that is all right, I can go to break and just patch you back in on your landline. Is that okay? Uh, yeah, I'll get it connected up. I have okay. Connected. We're going to take about a five-minute break, folks, and we're going to be back on with uh, Dr. Pat Holliday. Uh, you're listening to Omega Man Radio Network Live tonight. And uh, today is September 18th, Saturday, once again, for those of you who don't know what day it is. <laughs> Some days I don't know what day it is. I have to check. <clears throat> Time is just going by so rapidly, isn't it? <clears throat> you wake up and, wow, another week has gone by again. And, uh, you know, I was talking to a brother today about uh, distractions. That's one of the tactics of the enemy, is to distract you and I from uh, doing what God has called us to do, uh, even just getting in the Word every day. Uh, how hard do you find it to open up your Bible and read sometimes? Reading the Word, praying. Um, I have a really hard time with it here recently. <clears throat> I realize it was a demonic attack. And if it's keeping me away from the Word of God, that's not a good thing because we need to put the Word into us daily. And so... Um, you know, these are just tactics of the enemy, to distractions, to keep you sidetracked, blinded, <clears throat> to get you off of course. Next thing you know, you've lost a day. You've lost a week. Um, how many of you have set up, uh, st set out uh, to, to, to have a great day, to get uh, some things done, and then the phone calls just start coming in? Next thing you know, you've been on the phone with your first friend an hour. Another calls in an hour and a half. You've got instant messages coming. You've got Skype messages coming. You've got Facebook. You've got email. Uh, and you just get bombarded. And you say, what is this? Well, folks, it can be a tactic of the enemy to totally spin you out of control. Next thing you know, your day is shot. It happens to me every day. Uh, and that's not even counting uh, external things like TV, you know, the things of the world. We've got to turn off the TVs. We've got to turn off our instant messages sometimes, folks. Shut the phones down and make sure that we get the groundwork laid, which is the Word of God written on the tables of our heart to pray. We've got to do that first off, or we're not going to make it. Seek first the kingdom of heaven, and all these other things shall be added unto you. If we miss out on everything else, we cannot miss out on fellowship with the Lord because that's the only way we're going to make it. What is our relationship with Jesus Christ? What is our level of relationship with him? That determines everything. And back to the word, yeah, I mean, I literally had to just make a concerted effort uh, starting yesterday. I said, I'm not going to let another day go by not being the word. I just can't afford to do it. You know, so get into the word of God. Uh, and then also, I recommend uh, playing the Bible on CD. Or tape, whatever you know, format you're using, iPod even. Um, we have busy schedules, but you can put the Word of God in you that way as well. And I'm getting into the habit of just playing it as I go to sleep. If there's any demons that want to come around with the Word of God, then maybe they'll get preached to. <laughs> I think they'll probably go down the block and attack somebody else. The truth be known. So um, yeah, distractions. We've got to be 
weary of these. It's one of the wiles of the devil. They get you totally sidetracked. Um, so, we've got to get focus. We've got to take control of the mind. We have a lot of thoughts coming to our mind. The mind is a battlefield. Uh, you know, there's different frequencies getting broadcast. We've got our flesh. We've got God. We've got Satan. You've got to know who you're tuning into, folks, who it is that's uh, telling you to do the things that you're being told to do. You've got to take every thought into captivity. You've got to take uh, voices into captivity. Don't believe what I'm saying tonight. Take it to the Word. Take it to God. Take what your pastor is preaching to the, to the Word. If it doesn't match up, throw it out. You can't trust in a man in this hour to lead you because many are going to be deceived. There's going to be a great falling away. A strong delusion is going to be sent. You know, it's going to be very obvious pretty soon who's on which side because God is demanding that you choose. Whom you're going to serve? Uh, he's going to. You'll get run over if you try to straddle the fence. <clears throat> you get ripped apart because it's like sitting on the barbed wire. <laughs> you get cut to shreds, folks, and what's coming? Because he's turning up the heat, so you'll be forced to make a decision. We can no longer coast through life. We can't be coasting Christians anymore. Okay, well, that, I better uh, get back, uh, Doctor Pat, on the phone before I start preaching here. Hang on a minute. Let me uh, get Dr. Pat on. We're going to take a quick break while I dial her up. And I uh, hope you have your coffee ready. And the phone number tonight, by the way, to call in if you want prayer is Dr. Pat on the phone. Stand by. Dr. Pat, are you with us? All right, let me try that. Mike, can you go. hear me? Okay, I can hear you now. How are you today? Yeah, I'm okay. doing great. Well, welcome back. Can you hear me better? Uh, I can hear you, and the, the the problem wasn't the volume so much as we just had a really powerful crackling going on. So oh. uh, uh, I'm going to actually send you a, a headset and a boom mic that I have that's brand new. Oh, you're so sweet. Praise God. It's about helping You're one another. You're wonderful. Yes. Well, you know, Omega Man, uh, what I feel is that God wants to train 
uh, his people as warriors, as prayer intercessors. And I believe that uh, the victories that we've been seeing on your radio program in the last couple of uh, month, uh, weeks, actually, uh, are th- th- that's just the beginning of what he wants to do. Uh, but before a person can rise up and become a great warrior for God, uh, that person has to understand the wiles of the devil. And he's very, very sly. But they also have to understand the power of God. And uh, we can win every time. And so uh, discerning of spirits uh, is uh, very, very simple. Uh, you look at a person's uh, actions. And uh, the way most of your deliverance ministries have come about some sort of a system so that people in the body of Christ can begin to discern the spirits. They've given the spirits names. And so, therefore, when a person is living with an unbelieving husband, uh, if they begin to watch the activity of the husband, uh, they give the activity the name that the husband's doing And then they just go into their prayer closet, and they start binding those spirits up. Now, let me give you an example. Many years ago, there was a woman that came to our meeting, and she was uh, married to an unbeliever. She was a Christian. He didn't want nothing to do with God, and he was also an alcoholic. And so uh, we taught her to... uh, Watch what he does, take authority and bind everything that he does that is not of God, and then uh, release the power of God over him to loose the Holy Ghost to go and arrest him. And so she started doing that, and she did it all in the name of Jesus. And one day she came to the uh, ministry, and she said, Well, let me tell you what's happening now. She said he used to go out and get drunk about every night, and he would bring uh, liquor and feed it into the uh, refrigerator. And she said, I've been binding the spirit of alcohol, and now I forbid it to come into the house. And now he comes home and he leaves the bottle outside the door on the front steps. So, you see, Christians have a lot of power. The problem is, is they've never been taught to use the power, and they've never been taught how to be warriors for Jesus. And uh, so, uh, to recognize when a spirit is uh, working is one of the most important things that you can do as a Christian, And, uh, for instance, there's a spirit that's called oppression. And I guess every Christian at one time, every person alive at one time or another, have suffered under the uh, spirit called oppression, which is a spirit of heaviness. It uh, operates in the senses of the person. 
it operates in the mind of the person, and the person gets the feeling of being helpless, a sense really of being uh, uh, weighed down with the, with the problems of the world. It brings in doubt and unbelief and fear, and it crushes in and burdens the person both spiritually and mentally. Now, when you go out into battle, you pray, and you have a great victory. What happens is the devil only has certain things that he can do to a person that believes. And one of the things is he can try to draw you to accept that spirit of oppression over your life. So sometimes we walk in that oppression for a little bit after a battle of victory, and we don't realize what it is. We think it's just we just feel this way. We're having a bad day. Uh, we're having a bad hair day, as women say. But you see, that spirit of oppression is actually a spirit sent by Satan himself to stop you from doing what God has called you to do. And so if it can discourage you and stop you and make you feel depressed, uh, that's what it's going to do. So as soon as you get on to the idea that, hey, this is not right, this is not me, I'm out of focus today. Uh, everything I put my hands to seems to go wrong. Have you ever had days like that? Yes. Well, when they happen, the quicker that you can understand that you're under spiritual attack and uh, rise up and meet the spiritual attack with the weapons that God has given you, if you can't beat the attack then you call somebody to join your faith and pray, and the two of you attack that spirit and bind it and cage it, and uh, then you walk out of it. And then you walk back up the mountain of joy and happiness and peace. So you've got to learn in spiritual warfare that God gives you all good things, and any bad thing that's coming at you, is not given to you by the Spirit of God. So that was my advice to, uh, for your listeners. Uh, what they have to do is they have to go into the strong man's house and spoil his goods, according yes. to Mark 3.37. And when you spoil his house, uh, then... Uh, you can take authority and clean the house out. You see, when a devil is occupying a house, it's his territory. And only a Christian can, has the uh, spiritual right and power to go in and clean that house out. And whenever you go to clean the house out, there's certain things that has to be in place for you to clean the house out. Now, number one, you've got a world full of devils and people that want devils in them. And if you go around trying to cast devils out of everybody that's walking in agreement with devils, uh, oh, you can, you can cast them out, 
But by the time they get across the street, the devils come back. Yes. And so you don't want to just uh, wear yourself out chasing devils. Here's what God told me. He said deliverance is for the desperate. It's for people that want to be free. It's for people that want to serve him and commit to him and walk with him. Now, when a person wants to be free and serve the Lord, the Bible says that when an unclean spirit comes out of a person, that that unclean spirit goes to the dry places seeking uh, rest. It can find no rest. It wants to be in a body. And so then that spirit will come back to that person and he'll check their house out, which is their body. And if the body on the house isn't filled with God, the Holy Spirit, the Father, Jesus, His Word, and happily serving God, it's an empty vessel. And it'll have a vacancy sign hanging on it. And that demon comes and it, and that demon says, I will enter this house, and I'll bring seven more devils with me. Now, if the person has seven devils, like Mary Magdalene did, and you cast those seven devils out, and if the person goes back into adultery, those sevens, that one spirit will bring back those seven spirits. Spirits number two will bring back seven spirits. And you can see how that would multiply very, very quickly so that the individual will quickly end up being a legion possessed. So deliverance is not anything at all to play around with. God gave it to us so that we could serve him. Now, what I'm thinking about is the scriptures about the man called legion. Now, that man, when Jesus came on the boat, you remember, the man started running towards Jesus. And the Spirit spoke out of his mouth and said, What do we have to do with ye, O Jesus? Well, the truth is, is that man had been isolated by the legion of devils, had him up in the cemetery, bashing his heads up against the wall. Uh, taking, he, they had total control over him except for one thing, and that was his desire to live. And so when Jesus came, he cast those legions of devils out. And, uh, of course, you know the story. The, the devil said, oh, uh, uh, don't, don't judge us before our time. He said, let us go into those pigs. And Jesus let them go into the pigs. And when they went into the pigs, the Bible shows them violently driving the pigs down the hill and drowning them in the water. Now, the most important thing that a Christian needs to see with these scriptures is why did he do that? Uh, why didn't he go ahead and uh, judge him them before their time? Everything that Jesus does, he does to teach us a lesson. 
And so what Jesus wanted his people to see is that every human being has a will. And the devils are not bigger than a man's will in any area of their life. A man chooses to commit fornication. A man chooses to drink. A man chooses to commit adultery and so on and so forth. And so the devil can only come in and possess the vessel when he can get the man in agreement with him to do those things. So the one part of the will of the man was to keep alive. And the devil was trying to kill him because he was bashing his head up a day and night, the Bible says, against the wall. So the Bible shows uh, that uh, when the people came from the city to find out what Jesus was doing on the mountainside because the word just spread all around that the crazy man that everybody was scared of had been healed and, excuse me, Jesus had ministered to them. They came to see what was going on. And so whenever they came to the scene, they saw Jesus. And Jesus had, well, the man, the previously demon-possessed man, was sitting at the feet of Jesus, and the Bible says, in his sound mind, and fully clothed. And so, you see, when a person gets delivered, they are supposed to change their character, and they're supposed to go after Jesus with everything in their bodies. And this particular man sat at the feet of Jesus, and when Jesus, uh, uh, when the people came and saw him sitting there, the Bible says, and fear came on them, and fear came upon them. And the Bible says that uh, they said, leave, we are afraid of you, Jesus. Now, what you need to see from these scriptures is this. They didn't see Jesus tussling and rustling around with devils to set the man free. All they saw was a man peacefully sitting at the feet of Jesus, totally set free. And what they saw was a man that was able to drive them out of that crazy man And you've got to understand that all of those people were loaded with devils too. So the demons inside of those people were scared and frightened of Jesus because those demons knew that Jesus would be able to cast them out too. So he said, leave, we don't want you here. We're afraid. Well, the Bible shows Jesus leaving that area. But the man that had legion, he told the Lord, he said, Lord, I want to go with you. And Jesus said, no. He said, I want you to go to Decapolon, which means ten cities. Jesus made that man instantly a territorial grabbing saint that could go into ten cities and tell his testimony, and tell the people what God had done for him. And what happened was, verses on down, Jesus returns to that same area 
and we see that this time when the boat came into shore, multitudes came out to meet Jesus. So he made that man a preacher, a testimonial preacher, a man that shared the word of God with the people, and then he at the same time made that man a deliverance ministry. And so Christians have to begin to read the Bible, and they have to read it not as though it was a book that happened 2,000 years ago. They have to read the Bible, what does that mean to me? They have to see the little testimonies and the stories in that Bible as as stories meant for their lives so that they can work out little things in their lives that they were wondering about. And I guess King Saul's testimony is one of the most powerful Old Testament testimonies of how a man gets demon-possessed. And you remember, you said witchcraft, idolatry is as the sin of witchcraft. And, of course, witchcraft is as the sin of idolatry. And, uh, of course, witchcraft comes in when a person wants to walk in their own ways, in their own will, and they only want to serve Jesus when it suits them. And so most of your Christians today have these little light-hearted commitments to the Lord. They think just going to some church on Sunday, throwing their 10% in the offering is going to save them. But it isn't. And that's not preaching against tithing or giving to God's people. I'm saying to you, the Bible says to give to God's people so that they will be able to tread the corn. You can't, uh, you, you can't, Shannon Lee, uh, uh, run this radio program on your own income because you don't even have a job right now. This is your job. And so people are listening in this. They need to uh, think, well, well, this man and this woman have given up their lives. What can we do for them? And I'll guarantee you that Jesus will tell them to support the works that they're getting fed from. So, but that was just a side avenue. But uh, the uh, King Saul was a man that was self-willed. And uh, the Bible says in the story of King Saul that whenever the people looked across the fields and they saw the heathen, the pagans, and they wanted that lifestyle. And so the Bible says that um, instead of following God, they wanted to follow that lifestyle. So they got tired of God's prophets telling him what God told them to do. So they said, we don't want a prophet of God or a judge or anything. We want a king. And so God chose uh, King Saul before those people ever said those words. You read the scriptures and you'll see it. And so, but whenever, whenever Samuel came looking for uh, the king, uh, he tested all of the brethren and he didn't, God didn't tell him to choose any of them. And finally he said, do you have any more sons? 
He said, well, I've got one. He's out there taking care of the sheep. Bring him in. And so the whole point is, is God is the chooser. Uh, we think that we choose the president, for instance. Uh, we we get a president according to the spiritual levels of America, and it's pretty bad off right now. So when he came in, uh, he said, this is the one. This is the one. And whenever Samuel presented Saul to the people, we see that the people went, oh, look at this man. He's head and shoulders over everybody. This is the one we want. And they chose King Saul because he was probably a very attractive man. And But he went among the prophets. He was able to prophesy. God gave him a mantle of supernatural uh, energy and uh to, in order to run the country uh, spiritually, but he wanted to do it his way. And so his way led him down into the tracks of spiritual demonology. And, and uh, the Bible says that uh, David came and he'd pray, play his little heart, harp before King Saul and the demons would lift off. And all that does, folks, is it shows you that um, that music has a part in spiritual warfare. You get under oppression, just raise your hands and sing psalms to the Lord and see how fast that oppression will leave. But the whole point that I'm getting at here um, is that Saul was willful, and his willfulness took him down into the valley of rebellion against God, doing it his way, and right to the doorsteps of the uh of the uh, uh, witch of Endor. And from her prophecies and from a demon appearing to her looking like Samuel who had died, which that wasn't Samuel, it was a spirit that was impersonating him, uh he committed a sin that was unforgivable, and the witch sent him to his death and his sons on the battlefield. And so whenever a preacher says that the wages of sin brings death, Shannon, that's what it's going to end up. You will either serve the Lord with all of your heart and live, or you will serve your flesh and you will serve the devil in your wants and your will, and you'll die. And yes. that's a, a short description of demon possession. And when when uh, preachers say to you, Christians can't have a devil, and you're looking in every church at churches filled, packed out with willful, sinful Christians, that have long ago left their Bibles on their coffee tables, long ago have turned their backs upon their relationship with Jesus, I'm here to tell you Christians can have demons. Yes. Now you Absolutely. add to that. Absolutely. The Apostle Paul had a demon, folks. It was called Messenger of Satan sent above him a thorn in the flesh. And uh, while you can have demons, the good news is Jesus also can set you free. And so that's the point of these shows is to um, preach the good news that you don't have to live under 
these demonic attacks, you don't have to uh, get to the point where you let depression open the door for suicide and you jump off of a balcony to your death. Um, you can be delivered. And so uh, praise God for deliverance, because deliverance, the word says, is the children's bread. And if you would like to call in tonight for prayer, whatever your need is, the call number is 917-889-2745. We'll take you on the air and we'll pray over whatever your need is tonight. And already I have a, a prayer request and we have a one caller that we'll be calling here momentarily. Uh, if you would like to call on folks, but you do not have a long distance, that's not a problem. If you want to instant message me in the chat room, I'll be glad to call you on my dime. We have unlimited long distance, so we can uh, call you and get you on. So don't let anything stand in the way of you getting on tonight and being prayed for. Uh, I'm reading a book, Dr. Pat. It's called uh, Prayer Warfare Against 70 Mad Spirits. And it's a really interesting book because you know it breaks um, this book into several chapters, and it talks about different uh, ways the enemy attacks people. And I'm, I'm reading one. It's called Breakthrough Amputators. Hmm. Uh, what, do you, what is that, you say? Well, the introduction here, it says, These are spirits that initiate the near-success syndrome or failure at the edge of breakthroughs. And how many people have been close to a breakthrough, and then they've just uh, it's totally bit the dust, you know, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, so I want to do a, a short warfare prayer. And basically... I'm going to read these out, folks, and if you're listening uh, and you want to agree with me, then uh, as we pray, uh, this can some of these uh, near-success syndrome or failures that Satan has destined for you can be broken tonight. So, Father God, in Jesus' name, in agreement with Dr. Pat and the listeners out there, the believers, we're going to do some warfare. Uh, I confess my sins of exhibiting occasional doubts. Let the angels of the living God roll away the stone blocking my financial physical, and spiritual breakthroughs in Jesus' name. I bind every spirit manipulating my beneficiaries against me in the name of Jesus. I remove my name from the book of dreamers of goodness without realization in the name of Jesus. O God, arise and let all the enemies of my breakthroughs scatter in the name of Jesus. Let the fire of God melt away the stones hindering my blessings in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the cloud blocking the sunlight of my glory and breakthrough be dispersed in Jesus' name. All secrets of the enemy in the camp of my life that are still in darkness be revealed to me now in Jesus' name. All evil spirits masquerading as friends in order to trouble me be bound right now in Jesus' name. Lord, let me not put unprofitable and heavy loads upon myself in the name of Jesus. All keys to my goodness that are still in the possession of the enemy, Lord, give them unto me now, in Jesus' name. Open my eyes, O Lord, and let my ways be not darkened before me. All my sweats on the affairs of my life will not be in vain in the name of Jesus. The pregnancy of good things within me will not be aborted by any evil power in the name of Jesus. And wrapping up, it says, Lord, turn me to untouchable coals of fire. Lord, let wonderful changes begin to be my lot from this week on. Lord, remove covetousness from my eyes. Lord, fill the cup of my life to the brim. Let every power stepping on my goodness receive the arrow of fire of God right now in Jesus' name. I reject every spirit of the tail in all areas of my life in the name of Jesus and thank God for the victory. Uh, that was uh, Breakthrough Amputators. That was uh, out of the book Prayer Warfare Against 70 Man Spirits. You know, Dr. Mm -hmm. Pat, oh my goodness, do you know what time it is? No. I'm looking at my clock and it says 9 11. 
Oh, yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> I saw nine eleven, uh, and I saw three 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 today. I uh, well, praise mm-hmm. God. I wanted to document it. Um, you know, they know about spiritual warfare over in Africa, don't they? Well, they do. But let's speak to the nine eleven thing just for a moment. Yes, ma'am. Uh, if you look at nine um, eleven in the Book of Revelation, what do you find? Let me get my sword out here. Uh, that's where you find Apollyon. Uh-oh. That's where you find the spirit that will inhabit the Antichrist. Okie dokie. Uh, are we seeing Apollyon on the scene, maybe? Is he yeah, close? He's al- uh, the Apollyon, I believe, is already on the scene. Uh, I believe that Antichrist figure has uh, is on the scene, but he has not been elevated to his position. And uh, the reason he hasn't is because of the prayers of the saints. You see, I heard somebody earlier say he wasn't going to pray for the country. Uh, The country's gone, but this is our country. And what we have to see is our children are not saved, our relatives are not saved, the church is in a mess, Uh, everywhere you turn around and look, there's a problem. And what intercession is, is stay in the hand of God, And we're calling out for God to give us time to bring in the harvest. The harvest has not come in in America yet. And we can't look at everything that Antichrist is doing and say, oh, woe is me, I'm whipped. Uh, We're warriors. And what we we do in intercession, uh, we revive the church with the living water of Jesus Christ and his signs and his miracles so that those people that have come to the end of their uh, race and they're tired and they're weary, God has to revive the saints so that they can stand and pray with us so that we can bring the harvest in for our our nation. And so uh, that's why you pray against the the, uh, wayward leaders that are in a nation. When you've got leaders worshiping a 40-foot owl, and claiming they're born-again Christians, and you've got born-again Christians promoting them, so-called born-again Christians, and you've got the sheep running after the leaders that are promoting them say, oh, they're born again when they're Satan worshipers. We've got a problem. And you see, uh, as the way the leader goes in a country, that's the way the country will go spiritually. And so we've got a lot to pray about. And uh, so I believe that he's on the scene, and I believe he came on the scene when uh, George Bush, uh, in his first inaugural speech, he said, I release the angel of the whirlwind. And uh, I have, I show that angel and all of the end time devils in a book that I wrote uh, when I read that, and God showed me some things about it. Uh, the Angel in the Whirlwind is the name of the book up on my ebooks, patholiday.com. And this angel is the angel that comes out of Revelation 3, um, 1, I think. And it's uh, the same angel that is shown over, and when I say angels, we're talking about fallen angels now, yes. over in Revelation 9, 11. 
and it, and his name is Apollyon or Bab, uh, Abaddon. Wow, depending, I never saw that before. You're right. Uh, depending on whether you're talking uh, Greek or, or Hebrew, and so um, this this angel is the same person. So whenever George Bush, who is an occultist. Uh, his daddy is one of the chief occultists out in the uh, Bohemian Grove in California. And whenever he uh, released the angel in the whirlwind, all hell began to break over our nation. Uh, I remember America before he released it, and I see America after he released it. The angel in the whirlwind has caused disaster after disaster, after disaster in the weather patterns of our nation. And God spoke to me and he said, you see the, uh, you see the hurricanes and the storms? He said, I've had my hand on the protection of the saints and the church. He said, and you haven't seen any loss of life. He said, but I'm taking my hands off of it. And you're going to see these uh, weather uh, hurricanes and storms and fires, and they're going to be killing people. Well, you see, you remember Katrina, and yes. a lot of people lost their lives. We don't know how many people lost their lives there. We do know a lot of people left, and nobody knows where they are. You look down in the Gulf of Mexico, a lot of people are going to lose their lives down there because of the chemicals and the things that are in the airways down there. And uh, BP has encouraged the workers not to put on anything to protect their lives. You saw 9-11 up in New York where firemen now are beginning to die and policemen that went out and tried to help the people because of the radioactivity that's going on in the airways up there. Everywhere you look, you see death in America. And I'm telling you, it wasn't there until the angel in the whirlwind was released. The other day, there was a hurricane coming right at North Carolina. And don't don't ask me the names, because I don't keep up with that stuff, but I, I pray and so uh, I called up one of the prayer warriors, and they said it was going to hit New uh, uh, North Carolina head on. The the winds were 135 miles an hour. And the way we pray about hurricanes is this: hurricanes have always been known as weather gods to the pagans. It's a, a god that they conjure up and call up. And they send them out for specific reasons. And a lot of people don't realize, but hurricanes originate off of the coast of Ghana, where the city under the sea is, where Bishop Kanko talks about in his book. So the first thing we do is we bind the witchcraft powers that sent the hurricane out. We bind its intentions up. We command it to uh, the angel in the whirlwind, we bind that angel, and we command it to break up and change course. And that thing suddenly changed course and, and, and missed North Carolina. Uh, we have prayed about hurricanes 
now for half a dozen years. I was the object of a false prophet that was on the Internet, and, and he would read the weather reports and then give these disastrous prophecies out, and he would take a cane, him and this other false prophet. Oh, yes, yes. And they would go into areas and strike the areas for God to destroy those areas. And so I had written him a letter, and I said, this is not of God. I don't find a ministry like this in the Bible. And anyway, I became an object of this man's uh, wrath, which is not unusual, by the way. And so he came down uh, from wherever he was to the city of Jacksonville. Some people I know went to his meeting. He said that they were there to strike certain churches, and they were there to strike the Atlantic Ocean and that they had already struck Tampa over in that area because a big tidal wave was going to come and sink Florida. And so I rebuked him publicly in a newsletter, several of them, and on radio, and I became the object of his hate and wrath. And he got on the radio, and he proclaimed a death sentence on me. Well, you see, I know how to protect myself, So I rose up, and I bound all of those things that he was doing. I bound what he did. They went down to Atlantic Beach and struck it three times. They came to my church and struck my church. They went down to Todd Bentley, and the way he got on the platform, he went up to the speaker during the daytime, who was a little little minister that nobody knew, and he says, I used to be a minister in the Vineyard Church, a pastor, and I have a message for this church. And that minister gave him the mic, and he proclaimed a a curse on all the ministers that preached at that church, all of the pastors in the state of Florida, and proclaimed that Florida would be destroyed with water. Well, you see, we've been standing against that prophecy ever since he worded it, and he's mad. But the whole point that I'm getting at is if you don't know your God and you get a kook like that after you, you might laugh about it and you might say, well, you know, uh, so what? He said he was going to kill me. Let me tell you something. Witches can kill you. They can send the demons to kill you. And you would be fried toast if you don't know what you're doing if one of them sends a curse on you. It happens all the time. But I know that Jesus Christ, his anointing, his power, his weapons is is very, very powerful and more powerful than all the witches in the universe could stand against me. And they cannot kill me. They cannot kill me. I'm not going to die until God calls me home. And so uh, that's why when the witches worked the powers against my air conditioner the other day, they broke the inside air conditioner over at the church, and we called the man out. Uh, that air conditioner is over 20 years old, and we've kept it running by prayer. I mean, it should have already been gone. The outward air, outside air conditioner is very, very old. And so 
what the witches did to me. They conjured up the power to break the air conditioner. Uh, we called the local air conditioner man. He came and he looked at the equipment and he said, I can't believe that you have this equipment. How long have you been here? And George Ann said, well, we've been here for 15 years. And he said, well, we can't understand how it's even working. He said, i tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a brand-new air conditioner. He gave us, two hours later, came out with, with a $6,000 air conditioner and gave it to us. And he said, and we're going to donate our time to put it in for you. Praise you God. See, what the devil means for bad, God can turn it around for good every time. So when I got on your show last week, I just said, thank you, witches and wizards. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. We needed that. <laughs> you got a new air conditioner. Praise God. Yeah. Amen. And see, uh, I love Elijah challenges. I yes. love to test the spirits. You know, many years ago, I went down into Miami, and witchcraft was rising up very, very big in Miami back then. Those uh, people were coming from all over the world and establishing their new uh, religions, and they were into blood sacrifices, and you could wake up in the morning and see bags out on the side of the road filled with the cat's blood that they had sacrificed the night before, and it was just awful. So I was uh, I was uh, ministering uh, down there in Miami. So when I came to the church, all the people, every Christian, was standing on the outside of the church. And I came walking up, and I said, what's going on here? They said, well, there's a Satanist inside the church, and we're afraid to go in. I said, well, friends, you just follow me in there. I love Elijah uh, Elijah uh, encounters. So we went into the church, and I did a sermon. At the end of the sermon, he came up and stood in front of me, and I said, what do you want the Lord to do for you? He said, I've come here to challenge your powers. I said, well, you've won, because I don't have any powers. And a glint came into his eyes, and I said, but... Jesus has more power than you. Amen. And I call on the name of Jesus to defeat you. And the Bible says, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And I command you to bow your knees to the Lord Jesus Christ. The man dropped down on his knees he looked around. By that time, everybody in the church was standing, cheering God. And wow. his face got redder than a beak. He looked up at me. He looked at the people. He jumped up, and he ran out of the church like a <laughs> defeated dog. That's Christianity to Praise me. Praise God. That's real Christianity to me. And Amen. the devil's a liar. He does not have more power than Jesus. He does not have the power to take the church of God over unless the people give it to me. I mean to him. And unfortunately, that's exactly what they've done. They've just given him the reins of the church through their greed, through their spiritual ignorance, 
through not praying and fasting and seeking the Lord and leading his people into kundalini false powers and and angels coming from whirlwinds. I mean, they are leading angels, fallen angels, through uh, gates of whirlwind, gateways, uh, gate stars. And the uh, fallen angels are coming through to the churches and taking over the Christians. And nobody could see that. And so uh, the Lord had me to check it all out. And lo and behold, that's exactly what the New Agers are doing. They are calling the ascended masters down from the sky to take over the world's government. And then I turn and look and see all of these crazy pastors opening up whirlwinds and calling angels down and giving them these crazy names like M.O., Angel of Liberty, all these, uh, Angel of Purity, all these crazy things and saying that the angels are coming in their meetings and spreading gold and, and diamonds and things out and yet they're still up there charging you to come in their meetings and creaming you for every dime that you've got. Now, if God brings me some diamonds and some gems and some gold, he better bring real ones yeah. because the the gold was tested. It wasn't real. The jewels are worth nothing. And so, friends, get out of that mess. Find God. Find the answers to your problems in your family. Find the answers to your sickness in your body. Just like that woman, she came into the ministry, sat there. I never seen her. I never knew what was going on with her. And all of a sudden, as we started interceding and praying, heaven came down, popped the fat off of her belly. She jumped up. Her pants almost fell off. And then she, uh, God popped her ear and opened up her deaf ear. I didn't say Praise a word God. to her. You see, that's the power of the living God. Amen. I didn't have nothing to do with that except we were interceding for uh, ministries and for our nation. You see, we've got to get it right. The power of God is not wallowing on the floor like an animal. It's not letting somebody put a chain around you and walking you around like you are a dog. And you're crying out like a, a dog or a cow or whatever. That is not the power of God, my friends. And then we had another group that was out there. Shannon, I, 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 I tell you not, they were, they were getting sounds from the space lab, and the people were listening to the sounds and saying the planets are making those sounds and they have healing powers in them. Oh, my I've goodness. Got I've got the CD and wrote an article on it. You see, I'm a bad person because I uncover the wiles of the devil, and I'm glad that God called me for that. Amen. And and I don't know anybody else, really, that might have done it. But I'll tell you one thing. All glory and praise goes to Jesus. Amen. And there's been many people that have come out of darkness that has rolled into many churches because I was obedient to God. Praise it's God. It's an exciting and time to be alive to me. It is a real exciting time. And yeah. if you're tuning in now, you're listening live to Omega Man Radio with Dr. Pat Holliday. And if you would like to call in for prayer, the number is 917-889-2745. Dr. Pat, we have our first caller on the line. 
All right. Okay, and then we have some that are queued up, and we'll be calling uh, Patty after this call. Okay, standby caller, you're on the air with Dr. Pat Holliday. How are you tonight? I can't hear. Yeah. Yes, go ahead, caller. My name is Jewel, and I've started, I've I guess I'm calling in for a prayer. I've been, I've prayed for people and seen them healed, but recently I've just, it, that has, and I know that Jesus has been the healer, that it's just, I've been obedient to step into that. But about almost 17 years ago, I broke my back, and recently that, it went away when I would pray for myself and ask Jesus to heal it and decree and command my body to come into alignment. I'm calling that it would be healed, please. Well, you've decreed uh, with your mouth, and the Bible says that if we decree a thing, that it'll be that way in heaven and earth, and you've prayed in the name of Jesus. And sometimes when pain hits our body, we have to uh, join in agreement with other saints to overcome. So um, in the name of Jesus... Uh, Brother Shannon and I, we come into one accord, and you said, Jesus, by your stripes, we are healed. And I release your healing hand to come upon my sister's back, and I ask you to rebuild the bone structure in that back. And, Father, when Jesus walked on the earth, time and again, the Bible said, and they were made whole. We just agree that our sister will be made whole. We command every pain to leave that body right now. And any spirit that has come to heal or to uh, hinder this healing and to put her in agony, we speak to you right now, and you spirit of infirmity, we bind you up, and we cage you. And every blocking spirit to her healing, we command you to be caged. And, Father, you said that you could heal broken bones, and we just put that bone before your throne. And we ask you to touch it. Deliver her now, instantly, in the name of Jesus. Now, honey, you just take a deep cough and cough all of that out. It's bound up, and it cannot stay and hinder you another moment. Let me hear you. There was some movement there. I didn't ask you to I didn't ask you to talk. Cough it out. Cough it out. <coughs> Let it go. Some up and out. We cut the tail of Kundalini. We command that spirit to come up that spine and come out instantly and immediately. You must just slide out all of you. We cut you and hack you into little pieces. You come out. You cannot think about staying. You have to obey the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And that's all of those devils that are trying to hide. Now, honey, I want you to say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I'm your servant. I'm your servant. I have answered your call. I've answered your call. I have laid my hands on people. 
I've laid my hands on people. And I have seen you heal them. And I've seen you heal them. And I am a child of the King. And I am a child of the King. And you are not a respecter of persons. And you are not a respecter of persons. You love me just as well. You love me just as well. As every single person. As every single person. That you've ever healed when I've prayed for them. That you've ever healed when I've prayed for them. And in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I receive my healing today. I receive my healing today. Touch my back, Lord. Touch my back, Lord. Put my bones in order. Put my bones in order. And heal me instantly. And heal me instantly. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' now, name. I want you to say, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Come inside. Come inside. With your holy fire. Your holy fire. And burn every hiding spirit out of me instantly. And burn every hiding spirit in me. Out. Hiding in me instantly. Take a deep cough and cough them out. (laughs) They're burning. He's burning them out right now. They're burning. Everyone. We break every power of witchcraft that's come against you. Any curse hexes. All blood sacrifices. All spells. Everything that's been pronounced over you is bound, and all of those spirits have to go into the cage too, instantly, immediately. Now cough those out, every one. Amen. Let them go. All. All. Now put your hand on your back when you get through. Everyone. Everybody praying. And if you have a back problem or a sickness, you just do what she's doing and you'll get healed too. Because we're taking over the airways of the devil. He's mad and we're glad. Amen. Amen. Now, honey, what I want you to do is I want you to take a deep breath and say, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Baptize me. Baptize me. From my head to my feet. From my head to my feet. Immerse me in your fire. Immerse me in your fire. And I give you praise. And I give you praise. And I receive you. I receive you. Now take a deep breath and raise your hands and praise him and let him baptize you and give you the gift of tongues right now in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you, Holy God. Thank you, Father. There he comes. Go ahead and speak it out. What's that? Go ahead and speak and love the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise How's your Lord. back feeling? 
About 85% better than it was. We command it 100% better. God is not a halfway God. I've seen you, God. I've seen you just restore hearts and all kinds of things. And, Father, just restore the back 100% in Jesus' name. Jesus. Praise you. Thank you, Lord. Now, as we're praying for others, I want you to join in and pray, you know, with us for others, and everything will be complete for you, okay? Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you. Amen. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for calling in. We're going to Thank go you. to the next caller. Uh, stand by. <clears throat> caller, you're on the air with uh, Dr. Pat Holliday. Hello. Yes, sir. How are you tonight, brother? Oh, pretty good. Uh, this is uh, Richard again. Hello, Richard. Uh, you called in the other night? Yes, sir. I sure did. Oh, praise uh, God. How are you doing yeah. today, brother? Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, one of the questions I have for uh, Dr. Holliday is uh, we got a lot of false prophets in the world, and I just mm-hmm. wanted to know how can uh, we as the body of Christ, the true Christians, you know, determine if, if, if it's of, of God when somebody prophesied over you? How do we determine it's from God or not? Because I'm not one... Someone that prophesied something over me, but I didn't run out and, and immediately and go do it. I just put it on the shelf. But that's something I heard Kenneth Hagen, you know, one of his books I read years ago. Don't run out and do something someone, you know, prophesied over you. Just put it on the shelf and just wait till the Lord, you know, touch you or, you know, give you a confirmation. You know, just run out and do those things. Well, the Spirit of God, you test the Spirit by the Word of God. And uh, you, it's hard to test the spirits today because so many of these ministers have picked up the false word, you know, the Illuminati Bibles uh, printed yeah. by the Illuminati to take uh, take place of the Word of God. And uh, you can go out and minister in America and uh, to one church and you'd have 20 people with 20 different versions and you have the preacher up there saying, well, the New King James says this, and the NIV says that, and the Amplify says this, and there's nothing but a bunch of confusion in yeah. those kind of churches. And so, first thing, you got to get yourself a good King James Version and study every day and let the Lord teach you the Word of God. That's number Amen. one. And then you can use your binding powers and, uh, like, when I go into a, a meeting, before I ever get to the meeting, I take authority, and I forbid any devils to come over and prophesy against me. Amen. And I put the wall of fire around me and the blood of Jesus over me and walk in, and they're bouncing all around me, but they never come over to me at all. Okay. They look at me for long periods of the time, wondering, who is that? Uh, because I have a different spirit, usually, than most of them anyway. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you test the spirits. Uh, you know, if God's speaking to you, uh, usually, God will tell you things uh, you already know that God okay. has given to you and your spirit. Right. And uh, you just be careful about receiving words because there's a lot of divination going on in the name of prophets and prophecy. Yeah. And uh, we've seen uh, over the years 
people come out of the fortune-telling parlors and put on a white dress and come in the church and become prophetesses. Wow. And so uh, I, I don't, um, in my life, uh, my my Christian walk, I've probably had about, uh, got about three prophecies, and I've been saved 35 years. But I do the warfare of the binding, pleading the wall of fire around me, and okay. a devil is not going to come near somebody that's real if they do their spiritual warfare. Okay. All right. I remember that. Thank you so much. Thank okay. you so much. Okay. You got a good radio voice. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. So Caller, thank you. God bless right, you. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. And we're going to bring another caller on here in a moment. And if you would like prayer tonight... Uh, we will get to everyone. Just uh, call in 917-889-2745. And I'm, I'm in agreement with you, Dr. Pat. Right now we claim this radio program, the airwaves. We bind the prince and pow- power and the principalities of the airwaves and claim this for Jesus Christ. Amen. So I'm going to dial the uh, the next uh, caller. Stand by just a moment. If you're tuning in, you're listening to Omega Man Radio Network. This is live, and uh, it's not too late to get in the prayer line tonight. Hello. All right. Uh, Patty, how are you tonight? Oh, Shannon? Yes. Hey, yes. glad to have you on. Oh, thank you. How can we uh, help you tonight, Patty? Oh, it's a long story, but um, after the passing of my father I really got involved with automatic writing and I had um after five years of it I thought I was writing to the angels and I mean I I was really, really into it and um I had two weeks of, of hell at which actually I'm glad I went through because it um got me out of it and I know Jesus saved me from it. It's yeah. just um I want to know if if there is anything left. Well, I can tell you what that is because back in the 70s, before I became a Christian, that's exactly what I got into. Really? uh, Yes, and and very powerful, strong devils are involved in that. But uh, Jesus set me free. And uh, what it really is, it's a familiar spirit, and it uh, comes to take over your life and your mind. You have no more life once it gets a hold to you. And so what I want you to do is say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Can I say something else, Doctor? I've been in pain. Sure, go ahead. I've been out of work um, Seven years because I've been in so much pain. I don't know what it is, but I remember. Well, it's going to go. Okay. Okay. So, uh, have you got a Kleenex with you? Yes, I got a lot of them because I knew I was going to cry. Okay. I was going to cry. Okay. What I want you to do is say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That I got under another God. That I could under another God. And I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. That I served that God for seven years. That I served that God for seven years. And tonight. And tonight. I renounce the powers. 
I renounce the powers of that God. Of that God. I ask you to bind it up. I ask you to bind it up. And loose my mind. And loose my mind. From the powers of octopus spirits. From the powers of octopus spirits. Uh, Leviathan. Leviathan. And in the name of Jesus. And in the name of Jesus. I repent. I repent. And I ask you. And I ask you. To be my personal Savior. To, to be my personal Savior. Live in my heart. Live in my heart. And tonight. I'm believing. <coughs> there they come. There they come. There they come. All of them. All of them. All of them. We forbid you to rupture. You spirits of divination. All of these controlling devils. Over that mind, we bind you and cut your roots, we cut your legs, we cut your tail, and we command you to come out now and go into the cage. Everyone, we bind up all fortune-telling spirits, stargazing. We come against warlock and witchcraft and sorcery spirits. Come out. Hypnosis, enchanter. Magic, come out. Drugs, water spirits, come out. We bind you and command you to just loose this lady's mind. You will come out and go into the cage. Come out. Take a deep breath and cough the rest of them out, honey. My hand is shaking so bad. That's okay. That means they're coming out. We bind up that spirit of fear, <coughs> torment, confusion, religious spirit. We bind up brokenhearted, depression, suicidal spirits, despair, dejection, torment, self-pity. We come against the spirit of heaviness. Come out. We cut it all of your lines, all of your garlands, and we disconnect you from the chief spirit that is controlling you in the name of Jesus. Now, how did you learn this? Did you get it from reading books? I started it by myself. I heard about it, and I just missed my father and my grandmother, and... I started it on my own, okay. and I could hear it from someone else about it, you know. Now, when you when you started it, did you talk to your grandma? Yes, I got in touch with the, so many people. Mm-hmm. And when I went through that two-week thing, I know I was possessed. I know they were in me mm-hmm. because I, I ended up in the hospital two times. And um, finally, I know Jesus was there because... He got me out. I know he did because I wouldn't be here now if it wasn't for him. Right. Okay, I want you to say, I know. I know. That those people. That those people. 
that talk to me that have already died. That talk to me that already died. Were not people. Were not people. They were not ghosts. They were not ghosts. They were impersonating devils. They were impersonating devils. I renounce necromancy. I renounce incremency. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And I bind you up. And I bind you up. And every one of them that I talk to. And every one of them I talk to. You get into the cage instantly. You get into the cage instantly. And leave me. And leave me. Now take a deep cough and cough them all out. Let them go. The wounded spirit, filthy-minded, contentious, haters of God, chronic warrior, twisting the word of God, evil actions, doctrinal errors, sexual perversions. Come on out, everyone. Hate spirits. Spirits of Antichrist, against Christ and his teaching. Spirits that deny the deity of Christ, the atonement of Christ. Spirits and teachers of heresies, false prophecies. Let me ask you something, honey. Were you ever, uh, did you ever connect with a group of people like this? Uh... I I went to fortune tellers, you know that too. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I never, you know, I did this on my own. Yeah. And I did it, and I'm so sorry with my daughter. She she understood it, and I I thought I was doing good. Yes. I was talking to my father. Okay, what you do is say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I cut all the garlands. I cut all the garlands that attach me to those fortune tellers. That attach me to those fortune tellers. And in the name of Jesus. And in the name of Jesus. I command every prophecy. I command every prophecy. That has been spoken over my life. That's been spoken over my life. To die. To die. I am a child of the king. I am a child of the king. And the king knows what I have need of. And the king knows what I have need of. And he has a plan for my life. He has a plan for my life. And I break every plan. And I break every plan. Every plot. Every plot. Against my life. Against my life. That were spoken by the devil's people. That were spoken by the devil's people. And I command those devils. And I command those devils. To be loosed from me. To be loosed from me. Clear my mind. Clear my mind. And go into the cage. Go into the cave. Now let them go. Cough them out. Every lying spirit. Every spirit of strong deception, every flattery spirit, every false teacher, old wives' tale, 
sedition, slandering spirits, (coughs) every devil of strong deceptions, false prophets and false prophecies, psychics, fortune tellers, gossip and vain muttering and babbling. Take a deep breath, everyone. Anger, rage, contentions, hate, revenge, murder, suicide. Go ahead and call that out. It's right there. (coughs) Cruelty, causes of division. And in the name of Jesus right now, I command them all to come out and get into the cage instantly, immediately. Come out. Let her go. All. My hand is shaking. Say, the spirit of fear. The spirit of fear. I renounce you. I renounce you. The spirit of trauma. Spirit of trauma. I renounce you. I renounce you. And I command. And I command. All fear. All fear. Phobias. Phobias. Anxiety, stress. Anxiety, stress. Fear of death. Fear of death. Untrusting faithfulness. Untrusting faithfulness. Heart attacks. Heart attacks. Fear of death. Fear of death. Fear of man. Fear of man. Nightmares. Nightmares. Terrors. Osmodius. Asmodius. Apollyon. Apollyon. Avatar. Beelzebub. Beelzebub. I command all of you to come out right now. Take a deep breath. A deep breath. Let her go. Let her go. Out. Out. In Jesus' name. Now what I want you to do is say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I ask that you baptize me. I ask that you baptize me. In the Holy Ghost. In the Holy Ghost. Fill me. Fill me. With your fire. With your fire. And I ask you to drive all hiding spirits out. And I ask you to drive all hiding spirits out. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I command them to be caged. I demand them to be caged. Take a deep cough and cough them out. Did you ever have an abortion? No. My did daughter anybody, did. Huh? My daughter did. Okay. 
uh, I was fixing to ask you that. Uh, did you agree to it? No, I didn't agree to it, but I didn't say no either. I let her make up her own mind. Okay. Uh, do you know if your mother ever tried to abort you? Uh, my mom, I don't know. My mom had schizophrenia. Yeah. Oh. Okay, say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That I did not tell my daughter. That I did not tell my daughter. Not to kill the baby. To kill the baby. I ask that you forgive me. I ask that you forgive me. And tonight I forgive myself. Tonight I forgive myself. And I forgive my daughter. I forgive my daughter. And I forgive the man. I forgive the man. And I ask you. I ask you. To save them both. To save them both. And make the spirit of murder leave me now. And make the spirit of murder leave me now. Take a deep cough and cough it out. And you ladies that are out there, if you've done that, you do the same thing that she's doing and you'll get free tonight. Just call out that murder, ask God to forgive you, and he can clean you. And the devil's a liar. It's more than a little piece of meat or blob in you. It's a living human being designed by your God. One cell creates a baby. Jesus told Jeremiah, I knew you when you were in your mother's womb. And it's just murder, but God can forgive you for that and will. Now I want you to say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I forgive myself. I forgive myself. I accept your forgiveness. I accept your forgiveness. And fill me. And fill me. With your mercy. With your mercy. And your grace. And your grace. And let me feel you. Let me feel you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, he's going to baptize you, and it's going to overflow. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is an act of God. Jesus is the baptizer. So he's going to touch you right now and just receive. Just raise your hands and praise the Lord. And he's feeling you right now. Amen. 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 You feel better? Yes, actually I do. I feel lighter. Yeah. And we bind all the spirits in your house and cage them and command them to leave in Jesus' name. And you keep listening, and God will build you up on your most holy faith, okay? I will. Thank you so much, Dr. Pat. God bless you, Patty. God bless you. Thank you, Shannon. God God bless bless you, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. You're listening to Omega Man Radio Network, and if you would like to call tonight for prayer... Uh, the number is 917-889-2745. We're going to take another caller. Caller, you're on the air with Dr. Pat Holliday. Oh, hello, Mom, here. 
Yes, sure. Oh, yeah. Um, I have some advice for the last caller. Um, it's just two simple things. Call the, call the police and stop using drugs. But um, I've had a run-in here with an, like, I, I feel like he's a, like, witchcraft type of person. He's, all, he's another radio host. His name is uh, Ben Matt. Brother, I bind a strong man in you in Jesus Christ's name. Lord rebuke you. Amen. Okay, Amen. if you have a call, if you'd like to call for prayer, the number is 917-889-2745, and we'll uh, pray over whatever need you have tonight. Maybe you need physical healing. Maybe you need deliverance. Maybe you need a financial miracle. Uh, God is able to meet all your needs according to his riches and glory. And so... Uh, and testimonies. Any of you got yes. testimonies, Call. Oh, yes, that is right. Uh, we want to hear your testimonies. Uh, right. If God has performed a miracle for you, then give them the praise and the glory and get, come on the air and share it because it builds people's faith. And it, and it says they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Amen. And uh, Dr. Pat, let's see, yes. we've got another uh, prayer request. This came from the chat room. Uh, Vince wrote and said, um, may I get prayer for my wife of 37 years. Friday, she had an MRI, and they found two masses. Monday, we will see for sure what it is. She is not only my wife, but she's my best friend. Amen. Amen. I've seen God heal a lot of cancer. And uh, cancer and AIDS, just devils. And we can take authority over the devils in the name of Jesus. Shannon, you want to pray for her? Absolutely. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, in agreement with Dr. Pat and the believers out there tuning in right now, we lift up Vince's wife. And right now, we bind all spirit of infirmity in her, and we command you to loose her right now in Jesus' name. We curse these masses like Jesus cursed the fig tree. We command you to shrivel up and die right now, you masses. We bind you, you spirit of cancer. All spirit of infirmity, you must go now in Jesus' name. We command healing in the name of Jesus Christ. We command your body to conform to the word of God, which says that through his stripes we are healed. We apply the blood of Jesus to you right now, and we say to you, be healed right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. And we're going to take a five-minute break, and then we'll be back uh, with live calls. Phone number to call will be 917-889-2745. If you'd like to call or you know someone that needs prayer tonight, uh, have them Colin, we have uh, about 50 minutes remaining. Dr. Pat, do you still have uh, time to continue on tonight? Lots of time. Okay, so we have time for you folks. We will get to everybody who needs prayer tonight. We're going to take about a five-minute break, and uh, and then we'll be back. And, Dr. Pat, what I'll do is uh, I'll hang up on you, and I'll call you back to give you a chance to take a break there for a moment. Okay, thank you, okay. Shannon. All right. Bye-bye. You are listening to uh, Omega Man Radio. Praise God. We give him the glory and honor tonight in Jesus Christ. Folks, we're just uh, vessels, all of us that uh, pray. If God does not show up in Jesus Christ, then there'll be nothing. 
because uh, we have no power. Uh, but through Jesus Christ, the captives can be set free, and you can be healed. So I want to thank you for tuning in tonight. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in about uh, five or so minutes. Are you ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and tune in each night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific to the Omega Man Radio Network with your host, Shannon Ray Davis. Omega Man Radio is taking enemy territory for Jesus Christ. Yahshua preaching the gospel of the Messiah and ministering in deliverance and miracle healing. Add some great guest interviews and you have the recipe for fresh oil for the airwaves. Tune in at OmegaManRadio.com.
Jehovah, the mighty God. In the name of Jesus Christ, we put you on notice. We bind you, you wicked power. We come against you from the third heaven. I'm seated in the heavenlies in Christ Jesus, high above you, high above principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, high above world rulers, kings, princes, and every angelic rank. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we rebuke and bind you, and especially we bind you concerning the lives the minds and the bodies of these people who stand here. We rebuke you and every foul spirit that may still have a resting place somewhere in their uh, innermost being. We bind them. For these people have heard the call of God to dedicate and consecrate themselves to God. And you must flee and your hope must be defeated utterly. We come against you in the name of Jesus Christ and we bind every foul and wicked spirit that would bind body, mind, soul, any area of their life to keep it from being effective for the Lord. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in Jesus' name, we come to you and we loose on these people the spirits of power, love, sound mind. We loose the spirits of wisdom, revelation. We loose the spirits of courage. We loose the spirits of power over the enemy. And we loose all the spirits of God to do their office work in and through these people as they go forth. Moreover, we loose the spirit of Elijah to break the power of Jezebel on our land. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask you, Lord, uh, to loose the spirit of humility, the spirit of servanthood on everyone here. Let everyone be desirous of taking the place of a servant. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for it. Hear the word of God Almighty from Numbers, chapter 33, verse 50. And Yahweh spake unto Moses in the plains of Moab by Jordan, near Jericho, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When ye are passed over Jordan into the land of Canaan, then ye shall drive out all the inhabitants of the land from before you, and destroy all their pictures, and destroy all their molten images, and quite pluck down all their high places. And ye shall dispossess the inhabitants of the land, and dwell therein, for I have given you the land to possess it. enjoy that music and would like to hear more songs from Dr. Pat, uh, write and let her know. We'd like her to record some more. And, of course, there are some songs up on uh, patholiday.com and, I believe, miracleinternetchurch.com that you can uh, listen to as well. Okay, uh, without further ado, I'm bringing back on Dr. Pat. Dr. Pat, are you back with us? I'm back with you. Uh, go ahead and give out your website, uh, how people can get a hold of you and contact you and uh, support the ministry. 
it's padholiday.com. And uh, the other the other one is miracleinternetchurch.com. And there are MP3s, sermons, television programs, articles, all kinds of things up there for everybody <laughs> Praise God. to be successful in the spirit realms. Amen. Yeah. And if you, if you would like to uh, have prayer tonight, uh number for call-in is 917-889-2745, and uh, we will take your call in the air and we'll pray with you for whatever your need is. Uh, if you're in the chat room and uh, you have a prayer request, uh, you can also send it over and we'll pass it over to Dr. Pat. And, you know, Shannon, I know a couple of people that are looking for miracles. One of them is Rachel. She's an 85-year-old lady, and uh, she was standing against the chemotherapy and believing God for a miracle. And the doctors told her that they would cut her off from all medical care if she didn't take the chemo. So she took the chemo, and uh, she said she heard God say, you will be healed. So her name is Rachel, and I'm asking everybody to pray for Rachel. And then uh, Brannon is the other man's name, and uh, then a guy named Kirk. Yes. And uh, so if you'll pray for them, I'd I'd be happy. Absolutely. Okay, so the the first lady, her name is Rachel, and yes. uh, she's been undergoing chemotherapy. She's had one thing. Okay. And, and it uh, made her very nauseous, And but she's believing God anyway for to live. Amen. Praise God. Okay, let's pray for Rachel first. And folks, if you're out there listening, you're a believer, we ask that you would also agree with us in prayer, because that's where miracles happen in the agreement. In Jesus' name. So right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, in agreement with Dr. Pat and the believers out there listening, we lift up Sister Rachel right now. Father God, we're asking for a miracle. We bind the strong man in Rachel. We bind any spirits of infirmity. We rebuke you in the name of Jesus. We bind all spirits that came in of cancer, disease, and sickness. We rebuke you. We command you to loose her right now in Jesus' name, and go to Jesus to be judged before your time. We apply the blood of Jesus to her right now. We're asking God for complete healing. We command you to be healed right now in Jesus' name, according to his word, which says that through my stripes, ye are healed. Through his stripes, we are healed. So we're claiming that for Rachel right now, in Jesus' name. And we're asking God that you would loose a financial blessing on her. God, it says that we are to... Help the widows, the orphans, the poor, bless Israel. So we're asking God a financial miracle. Come for Rachel, that her financial needs will be met. In Jesus' name, we we pray. Amen. Amen. You know, Dr. Pat, so many people, uh, so many retirees, the elderly, are being thrown to the curb. My own grandparents uh, were told by uh, Medicare that uh, unless they signed over everything, they're their mobile home that they live in, their car, uh, any little money they had left in their bank account that uh, they would get no more assistance from the government. And that's what it's all about. They want to take the the people and throw them to the curb. Well, they're stealing everybody's pensions. They're stealing everything. 
And uh, see, most Americans don't know that we have a rogue government right now. And uh, they're breaking our country. They're making us a third world country. And uh, they certainly are stealing. You know, Social Security and Medicare is not charity. Those are our finances that you gave the government during the years that you were productive. And they took them out of your paycheck every week, and they took them out of your husband's paycheck. So it's not something that the government's doing for you. They were supposed to be sacred keepers of your funds. And so um, we just cover your grandparents with the blood of Jesus. Somebody else told me that same thing this past week. So uh, this um, draconian government is really rolling in quick, friends. It is. Better be close to the Lord. Amen. He's going to be the only hope we have, folks. Is He is the only hope that we have. We don't need to look anywhere else because Jesus can meet all of our needs according to his riches and glory. Let's go to the next person that needed prayer. Uh, the next person was, did you say his name was Kirk? Yes. Okay. Uh, the two guys that got on psychotropic drugs and um, they need uh, to um, come off. We have a woman uh, that we're ministering to from the Philippines that's also on psychotropic drugs. And uh, she went to her doctor, and he's helping her to wean off of them. And we'll just call her Miss M. And so you can pray for her, too. Miss M and uh, yeah, also Kirk. Yeah, she's gotten a lot of deliverance. Okay, and the devil's probably trying to pull them back. Yes. Uh Father God, in the name of Jesus, we lift up Miss M and Kirk. You came to set the captives free, Lord Jesus, and so we stand in the gap for them right now, and we bind the slew foot. We bind those demonic spirits that came in through pharmacia and psychotropic drugs. We rebuke you. You cannot have them back. They've been blood-washed, and they belong to Jesus Christ. So we bind you, you foul spirits, and we command you to take your claws off of these to child of God. We're asking, Father God, that you would loose angels to go out there and stand guard around them for the protection to bring them back into the church, Father God, where they can continue to receive deliverance and ministering to. Because, God, we not only want to see the captives set free, but then we want to see them fed. And so we're asking, God, that you would bring them back. In Jesus' name, we apply the blood of Jesus to them right now. And again, we bind all demonic spirits that have been sent against them and command you to loose them and go to Jesus to be judged right now before your time. Amen. 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 And we have another caller on the line. Okay. Uh, let's see. Nope, if you have a uh, call uh, you'd like to make uh, tonight to speak to Dr. Pat, myself, to, we'll pray with you, whatever your need may be. 917 889 Two seven four five. We've got about thirty five minutes remaining. Oh, our my, our thing was making noises, so I had to get off of it. Static. Yeah, we were having a little bit of trouble earlier with the microphone, and yeah. um, we're going to resolve that though because uh, the Lord has blessed gonna, me with a uh, headset and a boom mic that I don't use. I'm going to send it to you. He's going to send me a headset <laughs> and a boom mic that he's not used to. Praise God. Folks, uh, you may be sitting on something out there that you've had for 10 years. You know, one guy told me, Dr. Pat, if uh, if you have something that you haven't used in six months, chances are you'll never use it again. So, folks, uh, 
sell it and put it into the ministry or give it to someone in need. Maybe you have a second computer and there's a, a neighbor with no computer. You know, bless them. Uh, yeah. You know, we had uh, we had a report came in today from Rich Keltner over at Watchman Radio, and he said uh, Pastor Carl Henderson, a uh, mighty man of God that's moving in deliverance over in the Philippines, and they've seen many people um, come to Jesus and receive deliverance in mm-hmm. the Philippines for the crusades they've been doing. Well, he comes back to the States, and all hell broke loose on him. He uh, he came back for a little respite and to take a break, and he was asked to preach. Mm-hmm. So um, he goes in to preach, and... He goes into a church that uh, I guess had never experienced deliverance. I guess they don't believe Christians can have a demon. So he's in there praying, and the power of God fell, and uh, and lady manifested in there, and the demon came forth and says, Who are you? How do you know this? Where did you come from? <laughs> and he said, My name is Pastor Carl Henderson, and I'm a minister of God. And you're going to go now in Jesus' name. And the, the demon was cast out, and... Um, we got the report that uh, his webmaster uh, manifested with a demon of his own, and the webmaster nuked his website, meaning just burn it to the ground. So now he has no ministry website, and uh, <laughs> then he's come under demonic attack, and he had a laptop that he was carrying with a lot of spiritual warfare audio on there, mm-hmm. and uh, he's yet another casualty to the enemy. The enemy will try to... Uh, slow you down, so uh, his computer just blew up. Yes. <laughs> I've well, lost mine know. that way. Mm-hmm. Many well, people... Moved, uh, Go ahead. Uh, witch doctor and the man. Yes. Uh, five, compu- uh, five computers blew up. Wow. And uh, it was just uh, the hardest book that I've ever been able to get out of the uh, machine. And... Um, uh, you know, a lot of things, a lot of weird things was going on. But, see, that's where when the devil is hindering you, you got to push back. And, yes. And then God will turn around and do something that you're not even expecting for him to do. So the devil's a liar, and he doesn't really have a lot of authority, and that's what Christians don't understand. Because, you know, a lot of Christians sit on the sideline because they'll say, well, I don't want to have the warfare. And then when you look at their life, they're always sick, something's going on with them, and the devil's punching them here and he's punching them there, and there's no victory in their lives. But they don't want to do a work for God because they don't want to do the warfare. Amen. Uh, You know, do you expect to go into a battle and not be shot at? I mean, look, people are going to be wounded. There's even casualties. But uh, we can't be in fear and say, you know, I I didn't sign up for that. I mean, look, at one time I, probably unwisely, Dr. Pat, I decided to maybe go outside of my territory and I decided to bind the principality over Jacksonville, Florida. (laughs) And, uh, well, literally that same day, three hours later, my computer died and it was smited. But, praise God, uh, I got a better computer and uh, I kept on marching. But, uh, a word to the wise, you will come under some attacks, folks, and if you have everything on your laptop, you better make a backup. That way, if the devil blows it up, you just go ahead and reboot the hard drive, uh, and, you know, you've got your, your backup software. So. <laughs> uh, and we bind him from doing that, too. Amen. We, we exactly right. Away. Amen. Amen. Yes. Well, you know, I think the people in Radio Land are certainly experiencing things through your show that they've never uh, thought of before. 
and they know it's real uh, because uh, they can they can hear those people come on and they just start manifesting and throwing up before you ever get to them, don't they? Amen. That's a, that's the power of God uh, setting people free. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's so it's so sad because the Africans come to America and they go into the American church and they're just absolutely shocked at the condition of the American church. They you know, there's a, a woman out on the north side and she called me from a television program. Yes. And she said, um, you know, I go to this church and uh, there's a witch that the pastor lets teach the women. And uh, he started having an affair with her. He ended up dying. And then there was another pastor that was on the radio, and she started bringing him food, and he ended up dying. And then she took my husband away from me, and me and my sister came together, and we started um, praying, and my husband came home. And uh, when my husband came home, um, she said, um, she said uh, he was sick and very close to death. She said I had to to get him out of um, the um, hospital and brought him home. And and so th- then she said, and then I got sick. And so I said, well, why don't you come on over to the church Tuesday and we'll pray for you. And you know what she said? She says, oh. I can't come over to the church. I got to go to my church. <laughs> oh, all that stuff happening. Oh, and the new pastor they had, she said, was picked up for child molestation of a thirteen-year-old. God, that and person. somehow he got out of it, and he showed back up to the church, and he said, "Well, I made a mistake, but God forgave me." And they hired him back. That's Dr. the kind Pitt. of stuff going on. That's sick. Uh, in fact, I even heard that uh, some were trying to uh, install Todd Bentley back in, oh, yes. in the pulpit. Yes, I heard Eckhart was doing that. Him and some other guy that I'd never heard of. Well, you know, Jesus Christ said it best when he uh, spoke over about the church you'll be able to see it. And I believe it's uh, the American church. It says, Unto the angel of the church of Laodiceans write, These things saith the... These things saith he, Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would that thou art cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. And anoint thine eyes with eye salve, that thou, thou, might, that thou mayest see. Because as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. So be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come unto him and will sup with him and he with me. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame, and am set down with my Father in his throne, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith to the churches. So you go into these churches, and they think that they're rich, but they're literally naked. 
You know, they have rich, wretched clothing on. They have no idea that they're demonized, uh, that they're being bound and they're being kept from being all that God would have them to be. And the, the saddest part is um, deliverance is available because it's the children's bread. Yes. Yes. And they could be set free. Uh, you know, they used to come over to Miracle from other churches. Uh, we used to uh, we used to have a couple hundred people coming on Friday nights whenever we would minister to other churches, and now we just got a little drizzle of people, and uh, they're not looking for the real Christ. They're not looking for healing or deliverance. They they go into those churches and they're dancing and and uh, having a party. I mean, they have uh, the coffee shops out in the hallways and. They've got karate and yoga and swimming pools and uh, all kinds of stuff going on right there in the churches. And meantime, uh, the real churches have gotten very small across the country, and uh, the big churches are praying the little churches out of business. They, You know, part of uh, Rick Warren's agenda is that uh, little churches are not supposed to be around only big mega churches. I saw big mega churches totally standing empty about 25 years ago. And I told one of the local pastors, I said, that's coming. He he thought I was crazy. And I think it is coming. It is coming because uh, people are going to find out that uh, this prosperity, uh, high from hell, that um, we're all going to be made millionaires, there's no persecution coming, you're going to find out that that doesn't hold water. When the persecution comes and people say, well, wait a minute, I, I did sell my $1,000 seed to Mike Murdoch. I guess he bought yeah. another zebra or a monkey, and uh, I didn't get anything back. And I want to correct, so I want to, actually I want to just make another comment regarding Todd Bentley. Folks, uh, I have no problem with someone leading Todd Bentley to Christ. Okay, uh, you know, he fell. And if someone will truly be, will repent... I believe that they sh- should uh, be restored, but not to the pulpit in his case. I believe that uh, he needs to come clean about committing adultery with his wife yeah. and about praying to Emma, oh, and calling down a demonic fire on the top of people's heads. Mm-hmm. People that are still infected to this day because they're going back to their churches with a Kundalini demon and their pastors can't even recognize it. The few that have made it to your church, Pat, you've been able to see set free, have you not? We've seen some of them set free, but what's what went on with pastors that weren't involved in that? Some of their people would go over there, and then they would come back and break connection with a real pastor, saying that they have gone beyond them supernaturally, and uh, they would get in that kundalini spirit and stop going to the pastor's church. I heard churches were closing down all around where he was. Totally closing, but we have, we've uh, we've cast the spirits out of uh, people that have been to Todd Bentley's, and it is actually a false spirit, and it's a uh, it's a false Holy Ghost. It's a spirit that tries to imitate the Holy Ghost. But you see, the Holy Ghost when he comes in, he doesn't do all of that crazy shaking and trembling and. Uh, all of that uh, manifestations are different than when uh, Kundalini comes in. 
And see, the thing about Kundalini, when he comes in, they call it in Hinduism a Kundalini awakening. It makes them feel real good. It makes them feel like they've got fire all in their bodies. It gives them dreams and prophecies and a supernatural anointing. But after a while, that spirit will turn on the person and start killing them because uh, the devil's job is to rob, kill, and destroy. That's what he has to do. And we've had some to come in where the devils of Kundalini have started to kill them now. There's a lot of casualties, Dr. Pett. Now, if Todd Bentley would say, look, I repent for committing adultery, I repent for being in the false fire, and I want to expose what I did, and he were to come back and, and do that, now, that would be okay. But uh, I just believe that people are getting set up again for another round of this false fire. Let's go to the phone line. Caller, you're on the air with Dr. Pat Holliday. Hi. How are you tonight? Um, I'm doing fine, thank you. Yes, ma'am. How can we help you tonight? Um, I just want to share this with um, Dr. Pat because this has been bothering me for a long time. Um, one day, I took, uh, this happened maybe like two years ago, but I just want to share it with you. Um, sure. One, one day, I went to work and I took my bag, and when I um, got home, the smell in it was very offensive. And the second time, the same thing had happened. Um, I forgot my jacket at work, and when I um, when I went back, my jacket was had on the same um, offensive smell. But I thought it came from the food because um, I prepared food for the kids at my work. But mm-hmm. it wasn't from the food. And then another time, I forgot my jacket, but I couldn't turn back because it was already getting late. And when I went back and I got it out the locker where some dry linens were, the same offensive smell was on my jacket. And in that space of time, my mother-in-law had died and my dad had also died. Mm-hmm. Sounds like but, somebody working witchcraft on you. Do you know Jesus Christ is your Savior? Oh, yes, sir. Yes. Sounds like somebody putting some hexes on your articles and uh, attach a spirit so that they bring them home when you come home, and then uh, those spirits work against you, and they try to perform whatever they were sent to perform. Have you been involved in the occult at all? Have you ever played with the Ouija board or uh, consulted a fortune teller or done any Santeria? No, I don't believe in Santeria, but I remember as a kid I went over um, with my sister to this friend's house and they had a Ouija board. And I didn't really participate because I sensed the evil in it. But I remember uh, going also with a friend and um, doing uh, like psychics. Um, But I didn't really participate, I just went there with them. Did you have a grandmother that was uh, maybe involved in any type of Santeria or voodoo? Oh, yeah. My grandma, she used to, I know she used to do that. And I was going to church at that time as a Christian, and I know it was wrong. And whenever the pe- uh, people used to come to the house to visit, I used to hide so that they don't see me. Because um, that's what people like, used to tr- uh, show comments on us, and I didn't really want them to know that my grandma was doing that. But to be frank, she used to do it. I know that for a fact it is true. Yeah. She alive? 
No, she had bad. She gave her life to the Lord. I led her to the Lord. Good. You want to pray for her, Shannon? Absolutely. Um, Dr. Pat, could there be a generational curse coming down from yeah. the grandmother? Yeah. How yeah, does a, a person go through and break that? Uh, here's what happens when when somebody's into witchcraft in the family. The demon always chooses someone to go to when that person dies. And so that's why when Christians have deaths in the family, uh, the Christian ought to bind up the demons and forbid those demons to transfer into the living people. And uh, you just go and break the curses and bind up the familiar spirits and uh, command them to go just like any other spirit. Okay, can a minister do that on behalf of a person that's asking for prayer, or must the person uh, do that out of their own mouth? No, you can do it. She just has to cooperate, and when you tell her to cough and breathe, she has to do it. Okay. And she'll get free. Sister, what is your name? Irma. Irma, would you, would, are you in agreement with us if we pray for you that um, any generational curses that came down the family line uh, would be oh, broken? Yes. I'm okay. agreeing, a haunted person, yes. Okay. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, in agreement with Dr. Pett and listeners out there, we lift up Irma right now, and we stand in the gap for her, and we break the generational curse of witchcraft that came down the family line back to ten generations on either side of Irma's family. We break it right now and nullify any contract that was made with Satan right now. In the name of Jesus, we ask, Holy Spirit, that you would... Burn that contract right now in the name of Jesus. Yes. We cut all ley lines, all demonic silver cords that are attached to Irma right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, Irma, we're not talking to you. We're talking to the strong man in Saudi. Right now, I bind the strong man in Jesus' name, and I command you to come out right now and go to Jesus. You are no longer going to work. We bind all spirits that came in through witchcraft and the occult to the Ouija board. We bind you and we rebuke you. Come out right now in the name of Jesus Christ and go to Jesus to be judged before your time. We bind any other demonic spirits inside of Irma right now. Loose her right now in Jesus' name. Because the word says that whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Loosed on earth being loosed in heaven. So we take authority of you in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, rebuke you. Just start breathing out, Irma. Come out right now in Jesus' name, you foul spirits. Loose her right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Take a deep cough and then leave. That's right. We apply the blood of Jesus to Irma right now. We take the blood of Jesus and pour it into her throat right now. We ask God that you would loose your angels down right now to pull those demons out in the name of Jesus. Come out in the name of Jesus Christ. You have no authority to be there no more. Amen. Everyone. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, oh, amen. Thank you for letting me free, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise Jesus. Father God, we ask that you would fill her with your Holy Spirit right now. Every void, fill it with the Holy Spirit. 
Apply the blood of Jesus to her right now, from head to toe. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for delivering me, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for setting me free, setting my children free, Lord, my family, God. Thank you, Jesus. How do you feel? How do you feel? I feel feel great. You feel great, That's the part. This has been on my my heart for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to call tonight, but I just, my husband said to call, but I just tried to, like, the devil was just trying to let it, let me hold on to it, but I just had to let it go and ask you this question. Mm-hmm. I really thank and you. Thank Jesus you. Is a, Jesus is a supernatural spirit, yes, and he's ma'am. God of the universe, and so he's here with me, but he's over there with every single person. Yes. Amen. And so uh, this is why, you see, we're not the ones that do the work. No. Yes. We just pronounce the words, but Jesus is the one that delivers. Yes. And his power is superior to those powers. Yes. And, Father, any spirits in her house, we bind them up and cage them, and we ask that you send the warring angels to her house and to everyone's house that has received deliverance tonight. We give you praise and glory that you are a mighty God and able to do above all we can even think of. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you, sister. You're welcome. I receive that blessing. Thank you. Amen. You're listening to Omega Man Radio. This is a live show. We give Jesus the praise for that. He did that. Folks, we're all called to uh, cast out demons in Jesus' name. And when we receive deliverance, we should go out there and pluck someone else out of the fire. Yeah. And if you would like prayer, call in right now at 917-889-2745. We have about 13 minutes remaining, and we'll pray for you. Well, Dr. Pat, that increases my faith. (laughs) See? Praise God. It works for you just like it works for me, doesn't it? Amen. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Amen. God it's exciting to see the captives set free in Jesus' name. Yes, and we ask them to call back and give testimonies, write emails, and that way we can tell the people, and they can tell the people, and the people get excited and they trust God to uh, do things for them too. Amen. We want to hear from you. Write in. And uh, we'll post your testimony. Uh, you can email us. Uh, I've also got the link fixed now, Dr. Pat. People can go over, click on the testimony link, and email us. You can contact me or write to Dr. Pat Holiday. Dr. Pat, give out your contact information, how people could get a hold of you and share the testimonies for tonight. Uh, mine is uh, holiday, with two L's, dot pat at gmail.com. And uh, you can also reach Dr. Pat Care of uh, Facebook. Uh, just do a search on Pat Holiday with two L's. Also, Dr. Pat, give out your website so that people can get in contact with the ministry. 
http www.patholiday.com and then uh the other one is uh, miracleinternetchurch.com okay we have another caller that is called in mm-hmm. okay, okay caller you're on there with Dr. Pat Yes, hello. This is Janice Lehman again. I called in the other night. Um, hey, Janice. With my sister. What I'm calling about tonight, uh, and I did write Dr. Pat, but I have an issue with my right eye. I have, um, it's blurry vision, and they believe it's a cataract. I've been having dry eyes. And I've been praying uh, over it and binding any spirit coming against it, but I'm having no luck with this. And I'm calling in for prayer. Mm-hmm. Dr. Pitt? Well, Father, in the name of Jesus, our sister is looking for you to give her a supernatural miracle over her eyes. And you can do all things. You can even create eye bones. Uh, I remember Shambach many years ago had a man traveling around with him that just had a hole in his head. But yet, after Shambach prayed for him, he could see. We don't understand some of the things that you do, but we know that there's nothing impossible for God if we can believe. And in the name of Jesus, we take authority over the spirit of blindness and we command it to leave her eyes in Jesus' name and we cover her eyes with your blood and ask you, Jesus, for a creative miracle. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Okay, honey. Thank you. Thank you, Janice, for calling in. God bless you. All right, you're listening to a live program. We have about ten minutes remaining. Uh, we have time for one or two more calls. Uh, this is your your chance to get on the air and be prayed for. Uh, the Lord is here tonight, and He is able to meet whatever need you have tonight. The number is nine one seven eight eight nine two seven four five. And you got to remember that we don't have to be present for the Lord to touch you and heal you. Amen. The other day, there were people in the uh, chat room that were getting delivered, and they were getting healed, and they were crying, and they were yes. praising the Lord. And so um, that's why the devil is raging angry, because we have invaded his airline. The Bible says that the devil is the principality of the air, but we have taken dominion over the air tonight, and so God is moving in a mighty way to touch you. So you touch him as we pray, and you'll receive miracles and signs and wonders. Amen. And we have another call that is called in. Caller, you're on the air with Dr. Pat. Yes, I'm calling for my sister, the widow who has started a rescue house for children on the street in the Congo, which had until re- until she started it had been an untouched people group for the gospel. And I was calling for greater, uh, uh, just a, a move of God's spirit in their compound that they would learn to walk in Find wonders and miracles. They've bought Amen. some land. Yes. And I just, that this land would be protected. The whole, 
the In God's Heart Ministries, the name of it, it be protected under the shadow of God's wing, and that this would be a... I see many leaders being raised up there. Dr. Pat, would you pray for that one? Well, you know, this sister is a prayer intercessor for that ministry, isn't that right? Yes. Uh, we want to, for you to pray for the ministry, and we're going to agree with you. Yes. Go ahead and pray. Father God, right now, in Jesus' name, I thank you, and we come boldly before your throne of grace. Yes, and I Lord. decree over in God's heart ministry that they walk in signs, wonders, and miracles that where the kingdom of, or the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom and liberty. And I thank you, Lord, that these young people and my sister and the pastors and the teachers affiliated with it become so that the, their hearts be burning with the truth and the righteousness of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that the, the visions that I saw that of people pounding on the gates wanting Jesus Christ, Lord, we just call in those prodigal children off the streets that they would be protected. We, I thank yeah. you, Father God, for protecting this ministry, that no weapon formed against them shall prosper, that they are the head and not the tail, and that warring and ministering angels guard this compound. And I thank you, Lord, that they walk in victory, because greater things than this you shall do, because I go to my Father, is what Jesus said. And I thank you, Lord, that this become a reality for these children, for these teachers, for my sister, that they would know the authority and the dominion that they walk in as children of the Most High God. Thank, thank you, Lord you Jesus. Jesus. Amen. It's the blood of Jesus over this compound. Jesus. And we agree with this prayer, God. Yes. We thank you for your for your prayer warrior, God, and we ask that all of the prayers that she has raised up to your throne, we just stand in agreement with them, and we ask that you uh, begin to show her answers to her time that she has spent in prayer interceding for this cause. And we give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, sister, for calling in. God bless you. Dr. Pat, we have about five minutes remaining. We have about 25 people there in the chat room right now and many listening. Would you go ahead and pray uh, in the remaining five minutes a, a deliverance prayer for the people out there? Yes. Father, in the name of Jesus, we cover every single person in the chat room. And we just ask you, God, that you bring them into submission to your heart and your cross. We ask that you draw with the spirit of repentance and that every single person that has tasted of the powers of the life ahead, the future of heaven tonight will sell out and commit to you. We ask that you deliver every single person that is seeking after deliverance. We take authority over cigarettes, alcohol, abortions. We come against every spiritual blindness. I see a beer drinker. The devil's been telling you that it's okay, that a beer won't hurt you. But if you continue, he can turn you right into a total alcoholic real quick. And we take authority over that and bind it up. But you have to willingly cough it out. And your cough will be your commitment to stop. We give you praise and glory, God. 
We pray for the pastors of America. We ask that you move through their prayer life, awaken them, and let them see the times and the seasons that they live in. We pray for spiritual understanding, for eyes to see and ears to hear. And Father God, you can quickly train people. And we just release the church into the hands of true men and women of God that will stand and do your work. And we give you the glory. We pray for the finances of these radio talk show hosts that are going a full steam ahead and challenging the powers of darkness. We pray for Omega Man's radio show and for finances to take care of every bill. And you are not a God of lack. The Bible says that it's the devil's people that lack, that you know how to bring funds to our ministries. And we release funds right now in the name of Jesus to pay the radio bills and the cost. And as he has freely given God, and I know that he does, that you will give back into his ministry. His heart's desire, God, is to serve you. And as he said, he wants to be in ground zero, which is where he is now. And he's here to help your people, God, to come out of darkness. And he's an Elijah crying in the wilderness, God. Make way because the kingdom of God is at hand. We give you praise for his ministry. We take authority over all witches, wizards, every single person that would try to attack him, me, or anybody else that was on the show. We put the wall of fire around us and the blood of Jesus. And anything that is sent must go back to wherever those devils come from. And we forbid them to do one thing. We bind up the spirit of doubt and oppression and every spirit that would try to tell us that we're not of God. I pray for that Baptist minister that is attacking me all over the Internet, calling me vicious names, calling me a harlot, calling me demon-possessed. And, Father God, we lift up this man. And we ask for your forgiveness from him. And we ask you, God, that you convict him, that you open up his spiritual eyes and let him see, God, that he's just walking with a mean, nasty, evil spirit that is trying to shut the doors to the freedom of your people and that you will not stand for that cause. We give you praise and glory for your covering over my ministry And you will release it as you will release Omega Man, Rondo's ministry. What's this? Rondo Mondo? Rando Mando. (laughs) Then uh, Repent Radio and ISAB Radio. Yes, and Keltner's ministry. Watchman Radio, yes. Watchman Radio and all of the men. And and, and, uh, uh, Rando's wife has a radio show. Bombs. You've got people, God, that are out there forging ahead in a new territory for you. And we break down the walls and we say you will loose God's people in Jesus' name. Take deep coughs and cough them out, everyone, and be free in Jesus' name. And raise your hands 
and just ask the Lord to fill you with the Holy Spirit, and he'll instantly do it because he wants you to have that defense in your life in Jesus' name. Amen. God God bless you, Dr. Pat. Uh, thank you for coming on, and we'll see you next week. That was Dr. Pat Holiday, Miracle Internet Church, and patholiday.com. And I'll see you all over at Watchman Radio, which starts uh, in a few minutes. God bless everyone tonight. Thank you, Dr. Pat. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Watchman... uh, You've been listening to Mega Man Radio. Uh, I'll see you over at uh, Watchman Radio. God bless you tonight. Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you.